Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 263. Today I'm going to be talking about tips for sticking to your budget. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about tips for sticking to your budget because I figured with the new year coming up, a lot of people are trying to like improve their budgets or start a new budget, um, you know, to kind of improve maybe some um, financial things that have happened over the last year that maybe weren't the best of how you wanted it to go or, you know, maybe you feel like there's some room for improvement. So I think a lot of us kind of tend to like revamp or, you know, kind of adjust our budgets coming into the new year. But I just wanted to start, you know, by saying that living on a budget does not mean we're struggling financially because I feel like so many think of budgeting as a bad thing. So I just want to put that out there that you want to stick to your budget because you have a plan that you're trying to um, use to make sure that you make the most of the money that you have, no matter what level that is at it's always a good idea to have a plan um, for where your money's gonna go because when you earn money and then you spend all of it and you don't know where it went, that can be really stressful. Even if you did spend it on the right things, if you don't really know what happened with it, it kind of can give you that like uneasy feeling that you don't really know where your money's going. But when we have a budget, we can see exactly where our money's gone, and it helps us feel better about our financial situation because we know that maybe we're making the right choices or maybe the choices that we made that weren't the, the best ones we would like to make, maybe they weren't really that bad. So when you, when you know um, what's happening with your money, you can make decisions on how to change it. So that's the purpose of why we wanna have a budget, why we wanna try and stick to our budget. So. The thing, one of the things though, is it is hard to stick to a budget. So, you know, there's a lot of discipline involved in sticking to a budget. And we have a lot of outside influences that we need to deal with that can cause us to want to spend money that we might not have planned on spending. You know, maybe you have friends or family that decide they want to go out and do something that you weren't planning on. Um, Or maybe you go into a store and suddenly you decide like, oh my gosh, I need to take advantage of this sale that was going on. You could have had like a really tiring day and now you're like, you know what, I'm just going to go out to this really nice restaurant and just, you know, I'm too stressed out. I don't want to cook. I just need to like treat myself. Um, So a lot of different situations come up that might cause us to make money decisions that we would rather not make. So practicing sticking to your budget um, the more you can do this and the longer you budget over time, it'll help it, it'll, it'll make it get easier when those situations come up. And it doesn't mean that they'll never come up and it doesn't mean that you won't ever go over budget because of those things, but just the experience of having that happen and working on your budget over the course of time, it will get easier um, to make those choices and to decide if those are things that you're gonna wanna have money for, then maybe that will already be set aside in your budget and if it's something that you don't want to spend money on you'll get better at making those decisions in the moment to not um, spend money on those things so the most important tip 
I feel like in sticking to your budget is having a realistic budget. When you create a budget that says you wanna spend $100 on groceries per week, but you know that you always spend $150 on groceries per week, your budget is not gonna work. Um, one of the most important parts of sticking to your budget is to set a realistic budget that shows what you can realistically spend on the various um, spending categories that you have. So um, using the grocery um, example, if you know that you have room to cut back in your grocery budget, um, you know, maybe you're buying some expensive items that you're like, well, if I stop buying that and I buy these instead, I can save this much money. Um, if you have a specific amount that you know I can, I can save, then yes, go ahead and lower um, your budget to that amount that you would really like to be spending because you know you have a concrete way that you can do that. But if you feel like you're already doing everything you can to lower your cost, then you can't expect that it's suddenly going to be less. If you are, you know, buying only sales and buying like the, the lower cost items and, and meal planning and really buying only exactly what you need for the week and you're spending $150, then how do you expect you're suddenly going to spend $100? So really think about how you're budgeting your dollars and make sure you're not trying to make yourself cut back in areas that you cannot realistically cut back on. If you find that in your budget you only have $100 left for groceries and you know you're going to spend $150, then you, you really need to look at your budget in detail and see what else can be changed. If there's any other discretionary spending that you can cut maybe, um, or you might have to maybe figure out if there's a way to increase your income or, or make some other change. Because if you're finding that you have a budget that you don't have the income to support, unfortunately something in there has to change. Um, because when you budget your expenses lower than what's realistic, um, it's gonna be really discouraging over time because you're gonna go over budget every single week and it's never gonna work. Tracking your expenses on a daily basis. This is another really key one, um, especially when you're relatively new at budgeting. I feel like over the course of time when you've been budgeting for um, a pretty long time, you kind of really start to notice your spending habits more and you get them into a pattern that match your budget. So it, may not, it might not be as important like over the course of time as you've been budgeting for a really long time and you're able to stick to your budget, but definitely um, when you're newer at budgeting, tracking your expenses on a daily basis is really important, or at least every other day or some, some period um, that's more frequently than a week. I felt like daily for me helped the most because you might think you'll remember all of the things you spent money on during the week, but if you're like most of us, you will not remember what you purchased a few days ago. And for this reason, it's really important to record your spending against your budget on a daily basis. Because um, like I can say, for example, when I first started budgeting, we would go over budget every single week. And that was because I would think we were doing really great on our spending. And each purchase on its own kind of seemed insignificant over the course of time. And then I would kind of forget about them. $10 here, $15 there, $5 here. Um, but then once I added up everything for the week, it would always come up to way more than I expected. 
So when you track your spending daily, you can see if you're approaching your budget and you can make adjustments for the rest of the week so that you don't go over budget. But when you wait until the end of the week and then you record it all when it's done, there's really nothing you can do about it. So I found that what was most helpful to me in sticking to our budget was to really track our expenses on a daily basis and stay on top of it um, to not allow us to get to that point where we were already over budget and it was too late because now I'm recording things after the fact and there's really nothing you could do about it at that point. And then I would go to the next week and do the same thing over and over again. So tracking your expenses on a daily basis um, really can help you get a handle on your expenses and on your spending and um, you know help you stick to your budget. Creating sinking funds. So I, I can't go into um, the full details on how to set up sinking funds in this episode because it would take too long, but I do have definitely probably at least two maybe episodes on sinking funds Um, and I'll probably do one again pretty soon because it's something that I think is so important but over the years I got over the years as I got better at budgeting I realized that it was often those irregular expenses that would cause me to go way over budget so I would think we were doing great and then I would realize that I had to get two gifts for family members that had a birthday that week Or maybe I would realize that our annual Amazon Prime membership was renewing this week. I would get so frustrated because even though I knew that these things would be happening, I never really specifically budgeted for them on a weekly basis. I just somehow thought we would have the money to cover them when they came up. Don't ask me how. Um, But then I started creating sinking funds for when these things would, for like each time one of these things would come up, I would create a sinking fund to cover it for next time. So a sinking fund is really just a savings account where you're taking a little bit of money um, out of your weekly or bi-weekly budget or however you budget your money by paycheck or whatever. Um, You're taking a little bit of that money each period and putting it aside, saving it for a specific expense that's gonna come up. That's not like a weekly or a monthly expense. So what I would do is when one of these would happen, I would say, okay, like for example, with Amazon Prime, it's an annual membership fee. So I'd say, okay, well this happened and it caused me to go over budget, but how much will I need to save now so that this time next year, I will have the money to pay this bill when it comes up. So I started saving, it's like ridiculous, it's like $2.50 a week or something small like that. And it almost seems like, why even bother? But when that fee gets charged and it's like a hundred and something dollars or whatever it is, I already have that hundred dollars set aside because I took the two dollars and fifty cents a week and set it aside. So it's a small amount out of my weekly budget, but it's an amount that if I don't put aside, when that time comes and I spent everything in my budget for the week and I have that extra hundred hit, I'm gonna be like, oh great, I just went a hundred dollars over budget. So over the course of time, as these things have happened, I've set up various sinking funds to cover these expenses so that when they come up, the money's already set aside and it's already taken out of my weekly budget. So I know that that's money that's gonna have to come out in the future. So I can't be spending that on a weekly basis or I won't have the money to pay for these other things. Another tip that's really helpful is to allow yourself a waiting period before making a purchase. So impulse purchases can have a really negative impact on your budget, so it's really important to control them. And one technique to control impulse purchases is to implement a waiting period before you make a purchase. So maybe you wanna wait 24 hours or even a couple days before you decide to buy something. 
because often the excitement of buying something wears off and then you might not even care too much about making the purchase any anymore anyway. Like you might have already been like, oh yeah, I don't think I really need that or you know, it's kind of like that initial like, oh, I really want that. And then if you wait like a day or two, you're like, eh, I don't know, maybe I'll get it at some point, but it's not really that important to me. So um, if you decide that you do still want something and you have the budget for it after the time has has passed, then go ahead and buy it. Um, but it's really just allowing yourself that waiting period to really think about it before you make a purchase. Um, and it also allows you to check your budget to make sure that you really do have the money set aside that you can um, use to fund that expense. One thing I like to do is add things to my Amazon shopping cart and then go in and click save for later. Um, that way I know I won't forget about them because I think that's one of the things that causes us to make impulse purchases. We see something, we think, oh, this would be really great. It would really improve our life in some way. Um, so we're afraid we're going to forget about it. And, you know, we could have had this great thing that would have helped so much. And if I don't buy it now, I'm going to forget all about it and then I won't have it. So by putting it in the cart and saving it for later, um, or if it's not Amazon, if it's some other store, just like put it on a list or something so you know you won't forget about it. So you're like, okay, it's there. I'm not going to forget about it. I can always buy it whenever I decide I need it. Um, it kind of helps you get rid of that urge that you need to feel like you're going to buy, you need to buy it right now. And then when I do that, very often things wind up just sitting in there for a long time because I kind of forget about them and I'm living without them and I guess I didn't really need it as much as I thought. Um, but it's also kind of good to have things sitting there so that if you do have a little bit of money and you want to look in there and say, like, is there anything in here that I do still really want? You can make that purchase. Um, I was listening to another podcast. I feel like it might have been Work Life Glue, but I really can't remember if it was her or another podcast. But um, whoever it was, she had a really good idea and um, what she did with the like Amazon save for later type situation was she would have stuff saved in her Amazon um, cart as saved for later and at the end of the week when the budget period was over she would see then how much money she had left to spend and that's when she would decide if she was going to purchase any of those saved for later. So I thought that was really great because then there's no way to go over budget. If you have $20 left in your budget and you're looking at your Amazon cart, you're only gonna be able to select items that add up to at least $20 or less, um, or you know, $20 at most or less, um, because you're looking at your budget and saying, this is how much I have to spend, and it's after the fact, so nothing else is gonna come up. So I thought that was a really great way um, to handle, you know, like using that waiting period and then looking to see if you actually have the money to make those purchases. Another tip is to shop with a purpose. So unless you're a very disciplined person, really try to only go to the store when you specifically need to purchase something, not just to look around. Um, it's also generally a good idea to limit your number of shopping trips. So try not to run out every time you need something because the less often you're in a store, the less temptation there is to buy things that you had not planned to buy. And you can even go as far as making it a fun challenge um, to yourself to try and only buy what you needed when you entered the store. Um, this doesn't mean that if you remember, oh, I'm in Target and I needed shampoo, I'm not gonna get it now because, oh, it wasn't technically on my list. Like, no, of course, if there's something like that that you know you need and you're in the store, then yeah, go ahead and grab it. Um, but don't allow, 
don't allow yourself to purchase anything else that you would not already plan to buy because it feels so good to walk out of the store and know that you only came out with what you went in for. Because I always think, you know, when you wind up making those impulse purchases, sometimes I'll come home and look at this receipt and think, you know, had I not left the house today, I would not have ever spent this money on these things because I had no intention of buying them. So when you leave the store with only what you went in to buy, um, it just feels really good to know that you did not spend extra money that you had no intention of spending. Another tip is definitely to build flexibility into your budget. Um, as you really start to get to know your budget, you'll be more in tune with the categories that you may be able to pull money from if you really want to make a purchase or spend money on an experience or you know whatever it is that you want to do that you might not have specifically budgeted for. So like say for example, maybe you know that you spent a lot less on pet expenses this year than you typically do. So maybe you know, okay, well maybe I can pull like $20 from that budget to do this thing. Or maybe you can reallocate um, funds to other expenses or, re or increase your savings. You can play around with some of the money that you have in your budget for certain things, um, you know, to, to reallocate in another way. Um, it, it, this also helps when an emergency comes up. You know, it's a good idea to, to see, to really know your budget, to really start to get to know your budget and see what budget categories you may be able to pull from before having to take money out of your savings. Um, when, you're, when your spending's really detailed, you can often see those opportunities where you can cut back in the event that you need to or if you want to. Like I said, with the pet expenses or maybe you had a really good year where you didn't have a lot of doctor bills or um, you know, maybe you didn't have as many car repairs as you were expecting. By really kind of knowing and seeing what you're spending as compared to what you budgeted for, if something comes up like an emergency or you know, maybe you're like, I really want to put some money aside for to purchase something or do maybe a little home repair or whatever, you can, you'll know, oh yeah, I do have a little bit of money in these budget categories that I'm probably not going to spend. I can pull from those and that can be really helpful. Um, okay, so those are, those are really my main tips for sticking to your budget, but I just want to point out, just to kind of wrap it up, just continue to keep adjusting and improving your budget over time. No matter how long you've been budgeting for, there always seems to be something unexpected that comes up or a change that you forgot to make. So don't be discouraged by needing to adjust your budget. It really takes time to get to the point where you need to do very little adjusting. So don't allow yourself to get discouraged when you didn't meet your budget expectations. It's all a learning process and it just takes a long time. And when you miss your, on your budget, just make adjustments and move forward. It's, it's always better to be trying to improve your budget and correcting for mistakes and to have no idea where your money's going. So don't get discouraged, just keep working at it and listening to budgeting tips and you know, you're, you'll always be doing better than if you weren't doing that. So that's it for today's episode. I hope this was helpful to you. Um, don't forget, you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. You can find blog posts for each episode on my website at lolasfrugallife.com. And you can also join our private listeners group on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash lolasfrugallife. If you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I can see that you're listening. 
Also, if you could take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, that would be really helpful to me. That is where, um, that is like how the podcast um, search engine decides what podcasts to show to people that are searching for topics like this. So the more ratings and reviews I can get, the easier it will allow my show to grow. So I would really appreciate if you could take a minute to do that. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a really awesome day. Are you in the mood to learn something new? Well, Skillshare is now offering one month free of Skillshare Premium. Unlock a passion, side hustle, or new professional skill with thousands of classes in design, business, and more. Start your one month free trial now by using the link within the podcast notes for this episode. There's no commitment and you can cancel at any time. So why not go ahead and learn a new skill that you have always wanted to have?